I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did they do that one? Is that <laughs> it's like gold dust, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. What a chaotic weekend of football. It's Monday, 20th of March. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Devisha Dantharaj. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hey everybody, it's your happy Monday people, good to have you with us. Whoa, blimey, let Whoa. us breathe for a moment. What a busy weekend of silly football, I being t- silly. <laughs> Some, it's, you know when like you, you've had your computer on for too long and things just start slowing yeah. down, <laughs> doing weird stuff, and you're like, I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. probably going to have to reset. If someone's finished a bit of work, I'm going to reset yeah, yeah, the computer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is this all because of uh, didn't get a proper winter break because of the World Cup? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? I just, I just think football needs to update its drivers. Right, okay. But mm. so, certain individuals do. Uh, I think we we can agree on that. Uh, Jim Campbell, let's start with you before we get to the madness, or we may even include the madness in your highlight of the weekend. It very much sort of does. Uh, My highlight of the weekend was Jack Grealish posting Mm -hmm. um, a post on his Instagram story, lovely Jack Jack, um, where he was drinking tea from a mug that featured a cartoon of Nathan Ake with tits. It says on it, Nathan Ake with tits. It's from a company called Footballers with Tits, who, if you want, We'll yeah. make you a mug featuring a footballer with tits. Mm. Really odd. That, I mean, really, have really you got odd. Shares of that competition. <laughs> that was so <laughs> big. That was such a big kind of um, uh, a Twitter experience, like about five years ago. Yeah. Is that right? Footballers I don't remember tits. that. Yeah, it, was, mm-hmm. it, was, it was quite good. 
He's so <laughs> gloriously simple, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. And because it, it's, it's there, there's a level of like it, you're it's talking not, about Jack Grealish, not, Jack not, Grealish, not, not being able to yeah. draw Nathan Ake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's just that. It's not at this point. It's not stupidity, is it? Mm. It's just it's just blissful ignorance. It's, well, it's, more, it's a, a, a sense of wonder, isn't it? Yeah, I imagine I like he just it. he just spends like if he sees a moth in his house, that's him for the day. Yeah, yeah. just not wanting to kill it, not yeah. want to get rid of it, not worried about his clothes, just mm. following it around. Gaffer, I can't come into trading today. There's a moth in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a butterfly that looks like a geography teacher <laughs> I'm fascinated there's such a smooth brainness about it isn't there yeah. <laughs> he like just a precious a smooth, brain. smooth yeah. brain you know he's not entirely sure that Muppets aren't real yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Pete Donaldson um, my highlight was Elliot Anderson scoring a goal <laughs> until he didn't get that goal yeah. and just seeing everyone you know Dan B uh, one of the long staffs, um, uh-huh. I think some, someone else who's also a Newcastle supporter, just enjoying uh, Elliot Anderson scoring a football yeah. goal. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then getting that football goal taken off him uh, for no fucking reason. All uh, right. Rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have a go at the we'll officiating. Have a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's your highlight. That's my highlight. Yeah, because he's been knocked. Protest he's, highlight. He's hit the post. <laughs> he's kind of flashed one wide. He's been really, he's had, he's one of those sort of players who won't be here like in a year's time, obviously. Mm. Uh, what be, do you know? <laughs> Because he's um, yeah, and, and and he's just he's he's a local lad. He's come through the system, and he's one of the few kind of youth team highlights of the past five years. Mm. And and he just got he just keeps on trying his best. Yeah, and he and just wants that goal. Indeed. So sod him, right? Yeah, sod him, right? <laughs> yeah indeed. Uh, he won't be here for long. Yeah, won't be here for long. Let's Enjoy hope he gets it, his goal before uh, he sods off. Uh, Vish. <laughs> Uh, mine is just wonderful, really, amid all the madness of the weekend. David Brooks uh, making his comeback to football. Um, mm. He was diagnosed with Hodgkin lymphoma in October 2021, 20, got the all clear in May 2022. Uh, came back, obviously Bournemouth were beaten by mm. Aston Villa, but um, got a lovely reception yeah, from yeah, the yeah. Villa Park faithful. And it's pretty cool. And it is just, this is going to sound a bit Jack Grealishy, but um, I, I'm just constantly in wonder at modern medicine Um, and just I'm very happy for him and Uh what an incredible story it's exactly the kind of story that um, you don't hear enough of um, and the fact that he's playing Uh back at elite level is is wonderful I think it's a lovely highlight Vish and you Mm. win the round uh, yes, <laughs> I didn't realise it was a competition. Uh, neither did I. Oh, um, take your fucking table, Jimmy Two B. <laughs> My highlight of the weekend, uh, and of course it was the story of the match, was uh, Mitrovic scoring his first goal. In the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good poachers stuff. finish. Um, yeah. There we are. Uh, yes, let's go to it then. Manchester United three, Fulham one. Fulham ended the game with nine players <laughs> and no manager after <laughs> the referee showed three red cards in the space. Of 40 seconds. Your tone is so appropriate there because you read it like a news bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dispassionately. Utterly, utterly mental. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what a shame. Uh, what, what a shame. A shame. Uh, I will be shouting for Brighton in the semi final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it is genuinely the old adage of the hope that kills you because if that's. No, it's not. You were the, you were the entirely best, self-inflicted. You, yeah. You were the best team comfortably for about 73, 75 minutes. <laughs> Hence the hope. 
But there was that's not hope. No, no, that's no, the, no, 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 no. That's but, hope so, so, coming true. No, no, because it, for, for the no, because you, you think to yourself, hang on a minute, we we've got a chance here. You know, you're suddenly like, whoa, we could get into the next round. Fulham could get there. Um, whereas in the lead up to the game, I was just saying, well, Manchester United will win this game. Obviously, I was annoyingly proved right. But that's it. it the, 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 when I say the hope, it gives you the hope that you're gonna that you're gonna go through. That's what I mean. Whereas if it's a regular, you know, if Manchester United are leading or three one, or even if it's a league game or something. You just think, ah, bollocks, you know, whatever. Mm. But the fact is, you know, I've been banging on about that Fulham have never won a major trophy in their, their history, neither have Brighton, so, you know, uh, all the best to them. Um, and history is there. History is it was beckoning. You know, you, you know, Silver had obviously got the players very focused. Palina come back in the side makes a huge difference. And you could see the level of performance. They go a goal up. It's there. The, 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 the semi-final, you, you're one foot in the semi-final. And... As soon as the penalty is given, it's effectively gone. Because oh. Willian will then be sent off, and it's effectively gone, but not completely gone. When Mitrovic is sent <laughs> off, it's gone. Yeah, because mm. because Bruno Fernandes is going to score that penalty all day long. They're down to ten men, and uh, and you think, well, but but you know, stranger things have happened. With ten men, there's a flicker. It may just be a flicker, but that flicker was was blown out by uh, Mitrovic being an absolute idiot. His first red card for Fulham, I might add, yeah. by the way. But yeah. I think I mean he's had, that was his Barely sixth. Counts, then. Yeah, well, that was his sixth sending off in his career, which obviously is, is a fair few. But he's not been that raggy for Fulham. No. Like people think he is. He's, he's, a, he's a tough player, isn't he? But yeah, he's and not, he's ag- um, ag- he's aggy. But that you know he's played for Fulham for a number of seasons. As I say, that's the, the right side of crazy. But... Just about, just about. Yeah. I mean, that aside from the. You know, starting a fight after a yoga session. Hmm. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> That's right. You know, he just he, and soon after that, Mitchell wasn't for a bit. So, he summons the spirit of Limmy. Yeah, don't back doing double. Doing. <laughs> you only yeah. there. You only yeah. there. <laughs> is, is it just me who thinks it isn't that bad? What with the referee? Yeah, I, so I, I was, think it's I was at my mum and dad's for Mother's Day because I'm a good son, right? right? So I'm I'm only so much of a good son because we did watch the first <laughs> yeah. half with my dad. Um, but but he turned it over. I was like. All the good stuff's happened at the bit I've missed. Mm. Yeah. The reports made it sound like he's like yeah. pile driver, the referee. I was yeah. like, actually really disappointed seeing it. <laughs> well, I don't I think is, with... is this the modern Decanio? Not at all. No, it's, no, no. It's, it's, the, it's the Cantona. We were talking about um, when my dad, uh, on the Cantona guide tour that we did, um, doing the Kung Fu kick, I mm. spoke about my dad the day after the Brit Awards, uh, Jarvis Cocker got on stage and flashed his bomb or whatever. Um, <laughs> my dad reported it like he was high on drugs and punched a kid. Like this. <laughs> if you read, if you read the reports, it's like, oh my God, like he's done something, he's flipped the guy up and yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin did. Exactly. He just shoves him a little bit, doesn't he? It's going to be a red. Well, like, but, I mean, Chris Sutton saying it, it is, should but... be a 10 match ban. It's just shocking. It's just, I mean, I think. That's what you want, isn't it? The moment Chris Sutton says something, like that yeah. it loses all credibility <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 it'd probably, it'd probably redu- be reduced on appeal now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an apology he, and everything yeah. he was sent he was sent off because of the stature of the man yeah the stature yeah yeah if, if that's a, if that's a smaller player uh-huh. I don't think there's a level of intimidation there oh and the way that, it. And the way, yeah and the way that, me in the balls the way that um, the way that Mitro carries on there's a, there's a really interesting um, uh, side point about all this mm. in terms of Players being judged on their size and also the tone when they speak to referees. Now, mm. Mitro, Mitro, in his broken English and particularly in his accent, I wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. he gets, you know, a lot, a lot shorter rope than. And his reputation, players. of course. Yeah. Because Bruno, Bruno, you know, I, I love, I, I do love Bruno, um, but his carry on is comical mm, yeah. and he rarely gets pulled up for it because there's an element of like, 
kiddishness about it. Like but he's like tugging mm. on his balls when he has a go at the referee. So we, <laughs> so we need to check the referee's pants. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if it's brown town, you're going off. Yeah. <laughs> if it's yeah. clean as a daisy. But he, but he's, that, do we need a camera in there? Is that VAR? <laughs> sort of? Yeah, we should. We need VAR, don't we? But then, but then you're just, it's just more human error, isn't it? You're getting another yeah. man to judge another man's pants. Shorts, ca- pants, <laughs> pant cam. Oh, no, 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 this is awful. Um, uh, uh, but with Mitrovic, uh, I think that the the, the, the the hectic nature of the situation, you know, would have added. There's all sorts of things, but I mean, I, for me personally, no, no problem with him being sent off. The fact that he, 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 he sort of, he, he makes physical contact with the referee. Mm, you yeah. just, you just cannot have mm, that. I just, to me, I'm quite intrigued about the Marco Silva sending off. Silva's obviously let himself down there. As, as a manager, you shouldn't be giving the referee an opportunity to send you off. And Silva himself said, "Look, if I've come out of my technical area, I accept it. If I've done this, I accept it." But he seemed to be not sure why. But the thing is. Silver's kind of, you know, he's the manager and he said this, I, you know, I kind of lead the team out and all that sort of stuff. Well, not on the pitch, of course, but he's the bloody manager. And when Silver does that and the referee goes a, a quick red, I think that kind of inflames the situation, um, rightly or wrongly. And I wonder if Mitrovic gets sent off if Silver doesn't get sent mm. off. Because it's all gone then. It, 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 it's just like uh, the, the, the the idea of, of, you know, as I said, history beckoning, semi-final possibly, all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's people feel, oh, it's going, it's going, ah, I have to, and then it's completely gone because of the stupidity. The, the thing that I find, I found most surprising about it, certainly at the time and also in hindsight, is Fulham were in such control that, they felt emotionally in control. If you think about how it was they a very were, good performance for seventy-five or seventy-two. Yeah, minutes. and it relied on the fact that it, they had to make clear-headed decisions all the way through. Mm. They moved the ball better than Manchester United, yeah. quicker than Manchester United. Yeah. They were more sensible in possession mm. than Manchester United. And at that stage, you, the United fans were booing the United players. Mm. The atmosphere was terrible. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> there was a moment when Sancho brings the ball inside having gone past the keeper where you could see people in the Stretford end shouting at him to put it in. And if, if randomly, if Sancho actually equalises mm. or rather chips it past the keeper and, and puts it in, Fulham probably end up winning that game even though it's 1-1. Well, maybe. I, who <laughs> there knows, was this yeah. incredible sliding doors moment here. But, the th- but to go back on how composed they were, it, it was madness how they capitulated at that point because yeah. it felt so... Sh- because even the manner of the, you know, the original mm-hmm. red card was so clear-cut. Couldn't really yeah. get annoyed by it. That's what's so interesting about it. I mean, it's taken the heat off Willian, actually, for that decision, isn't it? I mean, mm. it's that or concede, really, but still. Well, it's like funny, it's... actually. A couple of Man United supporting mates of mine messaged me saying, I think that's a harsh penalty kick. you think? They, that, no, they did. I was I was a bit surprised. To me, I again... No Some problem. of us are dumb as hell. But... <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them are Chris Sutton. <laughs> um, but but I, I think it's because one of them said... Where's he meant to put his arm? I mean, but the rule is it doesn't matter how close your arm is to your body if you move it towards the ball, which it looked like he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have an ounce of sympathy, but but for me, it's one of those ones where I, it, it's a shame Willian goes off. I wouldn't be particularly angry. I don't think it was a stupid handball, if you see what I mean. But it's, he was excellent, by the way. He was, yeah. yeah. I know, but, and I think that's the thing. I think that's why they were so upset, and so it just shattered everything. Because again, it's like right away to Old Trafford in the quarterfinal of the cup in the next round. Um, there's you know you there's a, there's a team who are probably slightly better than Fulham at the moment, right? And you you would say, but it is it is a winnable tie, and and who knows? Um, and and suddenly you think, ah, this is slipping, it's going away, and I actually think Silver's the one who lets them down, getting that red card, because you said about on the pitch they were controlled, they were this that and the other, absolutely. But Silver's the one who starts that 
nonsense. You know, Willian, Willian, that's a red card, and we see those kind of things. And if he panicked or a natural movement towards whatever, those like impulses can happen. Whereas Silver, I think, has um, been been a bit silly there. Has he done that before this season, Marco Silver? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, it, because if it, it felt he like can be unnecessarily um, a little bit, he can be a bit feisty, which you wouldn't think. I mean, I saw them against Wolves the other week, and he was really going off at one of the Wolves players, and that Wolves player who was giving it back. Um, Andreas Pereira, like moments after that, then kind of goes through the back of him as if to, you know, put one in for the yeah, manager. Yeah. And he may have got a booking, he may not. But you see what I mean, though. And, and there's a little, maybe there's a tiny undercurrent there um, because he's got the the players on side. They are following his instruction. He is getting a level of performance out of these players that nobody thought. So perhaps, you know, he, he kind of, by his own admission, has sort of started that sort of chain of events. But yeah, I it, it's madness. But, you know... Manchester United um, will now face Brighton in the semi, and we could talk about this all day. But you know, it's a moment of madness. Fulham played well; doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> it's it's gutting, and I think I think it's for... classic referee's favourite Man United, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. I, I think that the the really frustrating thing from a Fulham fan's point of view is those moments where Fulham find themselves in a quarterfinal are, are very rare because they're not they haven't been a, a Premier League club for a while, you know consistently for a little while and even when they were quarterfinal FA Cup is still often uh, not achieved you're 1-0 up against Manchester United at Old Trafford you're going through, you're looking good. Mm. Okay, Manchester City are there. I'm, come, come on, I understand all that. But It'd be nice to be at Wembley, though, wouldn't it? It would lovely. I mean, they've and you're to... guaranteed, you're guaranteed one championship team. Obviously, you weren't. You know, it's not on that side of the draw. But mm. with Sheffield United and Blackburn, you were guaranteed one championship team. And... Well, they've got Man City, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, but in terms of like but in the quarterfinal the stage, like, yeah, yeah, hold yeah. on, we've got exactly. Yeah. So, so it's kind of there, and those moments. You know, Pete knows as being a Newcastle fan. You know, how I mean, Newcastle are a bigger club than Fulham. Don't you know. bring him into it. No, no, no but he's but, no, but Metro. <laughs> yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah. But 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 obviously, at the moment with Newcastle, you would expect them to kind of go on and reach maybe some more finals, and there's perhaps a little bit more hope there. But Blame it can take. Can handle it. To yeah, be honest. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but it can take twenty years to get back mm. to, to to this level. Or, or, or I mean, they didn't even get to the semi final. You know, and I think that's the bitterly frustrating yeah. thing is mm. it was there. For the taking and, and it completely got an and same old story. Our teams have won it loads, didn't they, Vish? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wicked, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You should yeah, try yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Record appearances yeah. in the semi final, another earned uh-huh. bit of status yeah. for us. Well, indeed. Um, but Man City will probably do um, the double now, I hope. Um, I'm on side, Vish. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but Man United will face Brighton and Manchester City will face uh, Sheffield United, who themselves were involved in a Bloody excellent FA Cup. So side. good. Ali McCoy's just, he loves life and he couldn't believe his luck he was at that game. I could do with another half an hour of this, he said. You know, he's probably a bit annoyed that that and uh, Doyle won uh, Crafton. Well, yeah. Yeah, I wanted, exactly as Ali McCoy said, I just want to see more of it. I mean, it's a brilliant <laughs> ending to it. Well, yeah. But what a game, Jim. I mean, it was. It was really beautifully end to end and just. Just some some lovely, lovely football on display, and you can you could just sense how much it meant to both of these teams because yeah. obviously it's um, to get that far is 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 amazing when there's so much sort of top quality opposition that you can run into on the way, and it was a proper proper ding dong, and I mean the finish at the end, yeah. beautiful, yeah, and it and it's the, the magic of the cup is is all about Doyle. 
um, being ineligible for the semi-final <laughs> against his parent club, yeah. Manchester City. Yeah. Well, 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 well his it? grandparent club, because both of his granddads play for Man City. As well, nice. right, like okay. Like uh, but it was, it was a great game, gutting for Blackburn, because again, these two sides, you think to yourself, you've caught a final, you've got a, a, a place at Wembley there for the taking. Mm. Um, one of them's always going to be disappointed. You know, two championship sides, and it's been a while, I think 2015 was the last time we saw a championship side in the semi-final of the FA Cup. So it's it's it, it, it's pretty big stuff, you know. Um, what a gutting way for Blackburn to lose that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad yeah. for them because and they've, I, had, they've had a weird a Jekyll and Hyde season in yeah. the championship. Mm. They're fifth somehow, despite having lost mm-hmm. 14 games. <laughs> they've only drawn four times. And I think their first draw came maybe like 20 games into the season. Well, they do play like Ridiculous. 14 games a month in the championship. I think with the, 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 the winner, I think it was... I think the keeper possibly, if he was sighted, would probably would have stopped that. I but thought that. Yeah, just, he, just he got a good like, hand on it. I know what you mean. I think the keeper might be... I think he saw it quite late through a I, bit of a sea. I, I don't think it's necessarily like a proper error or something, but from the keeper's point of view, if you get a hand on that, then he might be a touch disappointed. I mean, there was some good goalkeeping mm. throughout the game. As they were, just a quick mention for David De Gea, who had a great game, we should say. But yeah, Sheffield United are into the semi-final, rewarded with uh, a tie against Manchester City. You know, mm. Do we give them much hope at all? Well, no, because not only they were without Joe, I think they're without um, James McCatty as well. There is another player, yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Uh, which is, um, you know, you said it at the start, really. Like Nothing skewers or, you know, bursts that bubble quite like, well, no, those two can't play because we actually own them and you're actually, you know, they're actually on loan and, uh-huh. you know, you have to borrow from us because we have all the wealth. <laughs> we'll tell you who your starting <laughs> yeah. 11 is. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they, the thing with City as well is like, you look at a fixture like this and you think, oh, maybe, you know, maybe Sheffield United could get a sucker punch in there or City won't kind of, they'll put out a sort of slightly weakened team. But like, City don't really have a weakened team. No, no. It's, it's really, they, they are built to sort of fight on all fronts and they take mm. these games seriously. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a really tough afternoon. I think. And obviously you mentioned that you'd quite like Man City to win the league now, Vish. Would you quite like to see them beat Sheffield United as well? Yeah, it'd be quite nice to beat them in the final. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I fancy Brighton for the semi. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, Man City obviously put Burnley to the sword 6 0. Um, Guardiola continued his campaign for Vincent Company to manage Man City one day. However, Company said, he has to stop saying it. I'm a championship <laughs> manager. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> it's, it's, ter- it's just turning. Yeah. Everyone's turning on Pep Gone. Stop saying nice things about me. Stop telling. calling me. It's 3am. Is Pep doing that? You know, when Boris Johnson was leader, forgive me for getting political, and he would promote people who weren't that good. Right. So he would maybe look... What where look, he got that from. <laughs> he would not look as shit. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Right. And maybe he would prolong his time. Now, clearly Pep is very, very, very good. But it's Pep thinking, you know what? People have sort of argued oh, the future and so on. I, you know, I want a legacy you're do here. you Ferguson and Moyes? I want, maybe. Saying? Maybe there's yeah. perhaps a better comparison, actually. Um, so yeah, maybe there's something in that. And, and the company's just not having any of it. Mm. Not having any of it, Jim, is he? No. No. Um, Burnley assistant manager, Craig Bellamy, has been speaking about his relationship with Vincent Company. He said he speaks five languages. I barely speak one. We are opposites on a lot of stuff in life, but we speak the same language in football. He has to become assistant manager at Man City. He yeah. just has to. Yeah. Well, it knows the club, Jim. <laughs> maybe he could be the number one. But maybe that's it. if Company wanted to do full, if he wanted to do the Boris Johnson routine, he'd have Bellamy as the number one. And then go, all right, I'll take it from here then. Um, but yeah, so 6 0. I mean, a proper gubbing. I mean, Burnley, as we know, are having a great season. Um, but yes, we can't blame them uh, for losing that one. Of course, uh, uh, it was the biggest uh, uh, shellacking in the FA Cup on the weekend. I mean, Brighton did put Grimsby to the. 
going to say sword. I was trying to think of a fish. What would you put the, the fish? The swordfish. They put them to the swordfish. <laughs> put them to the swordfish. Come on, Marcus. This is like no, kindergarten they, level. They gutted the... Uh, there you go. That'll yeah, yeah that's fine. The, yeah. Five nil. They beat the haddocks. They uh, did. And uh, they, they my God, what a game, Jim! The <laughs> um, Zerbi said we can visit Wembley like tourists, or we can go to try and win. How do you feel about that, Vish? Man United hate it when teams try. Oh no, I thought I thought you'd spent more people coming to tourists to London. I was going to say fuck off. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bloody annoying that. Don't like outsiders. No, do you? no. <laughs> so I just want to hear the English language when I come to London. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, but Brighton versus Manchester United, that's yeah. a little bit more of a that's nicely, a, I was going to say poised. It's nicely balanced, though, balanced isn't it? Is the, word. Yeah, where the, the seasons they've had and where they are in the league. Neutral the result, venue. Yeah, mm-hmm. the result at the start of the season as well. That was quite, quite of a good course, one. Yeah. I, I think it's quite... Um, so United could potentially play 19 games between now and the end of the season. And, and, and they're like a necessary 19 games because they, you know, they speak of success being... Through to the FA Cup final, through to the uh, Europa League final as well. I am amazed they got through that game yesterday against Fulham because they there's an element of them running on fumes. And I think the international break comes at a perfect time, provided no one gets injured. <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, a funny one, that, isn't it? Everyone's yeah. looking at the international break as a break, but it's like, well, no, they're all, they're, all of these players are going to go <laughs> They're and playing play on elsewhere. Thursday. They've just got yeah. loads of flights <laughs> as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, they, I mean, all, both both ties in their own way are, are fascinating because, I mean, if you're Sheffield United, you've got, you got fuck all to lose. Well, exactly, yeah. Apart from the game. Apart from the game, which <laughs> yeah. and, and some dignity. Yeah, I and know. also, also it's, a, it's a lot of money to get FA Cup tickets and come down to London. The trains will probably be fucked as well. So, um, yeah, just but other than that, nothing to lose. Throw the tie. Yeah. 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 You've done it once. Don't Why on earth would you want to put yourself through that again? <laughs> Got a feel for Grimsby in this game, going down so early. Mm. And you, you want them to score a goal, really, and not losing the way they did. I'm sure that everyone involved was still delighted to be in, in an FA Cup quarterfinal, and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they enjoyed it. To some degree, but that's the the last way that you want it to happen. Jim, I want a prediction from you. Who's going to win the FA Cup? Manchester City well. will beat Brighton in the final. I do think I think Brighton have got enough about them to carry on their good form okay. into Wembley. Um, the magic of the cup. Uh-huh. Are you done with the FA Cup now? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? No, it's just you seem very understandably very down about it. <laughs> that was next year, Marcus. Well, it's always next year or the year after, <laughs> and we could go on and on. Um, before we go for a break, gentlemen, talking of you know magic of FA Cup, magic of football, and so on. Did you see the scenes uh, in Hungary? I think it was a second tier game uh, where um, a goalkeeper they did a little. Um, they had a child come onto the mm. pitch to, to sort of have a few shots at goal and whatnot, and uh, the kid had two shots on goal, and the goalkeeper saved them both. Yeah, two I immense booing and whistling from the crowd. <laughs> and he hit the ball as hard as he could as well. Yeah. He, wasn't, yeah. you know, he wasn't just pissing about. Do you think he's the teaching the, the child important life lessons? It seems yeah. that way. To be yeah. fair to the kid, when he saves the first one, he, do, he doesn't falter at all, does he? No. He just goes and picks the ball up again as another mm, crack. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. I was in hysterics when he ran back to the halfway line because... <laughs> He, he even the kid had quite an adult face on him. He was like, "Well, that didn't go as I planned. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think that would happen." My celebration. I was practicing earlier. Is, uh, is that's wasted. Yeah. Also, well, he's invited. So what? So he's invited him to the to the next game. Right? Yeah. Well, the, the goalkeeper apologises. He comes for, an, for yeah. another penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he saves it again. <laughs> Imagine it'd be the great, possibly one of the greatest gags we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> Runs out and be. claims it at his feet. <laughs> Just wipes him out, breaks his leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You <laughs> fucking idiot! <Yeah. laughs> 
Well, apparently, Why do your parents here's another keep life lesson. <laughs> Why do your parents keep reading yeah. things they know what I'm going to do? You know, <laughs> I'm a I will munch you up. <laughs> I get paid for this shit. I'm going to throw you job. over the crossbar. Yeah. You, you meaning myself here. to this? <laughs> Oh dear. oh dear! Yeah, well, he said uh, to the to the child, "We cannot wait to welcome him, his parents, and his teammates." Uh, in the meantime, I wish him never to give up on his dreams and to fight for every ball as he did on Monday evening. He's definitely going to save the next one. Yeah. If he I think. I think. The, I think the kid is going to practice. He's going to go around the keeper. And he's just going to foul him. Take his legs. Off. <laughs> yeah, going to take his boot off. Right. His you've, got, you've, you've got a penalty. Oh, I've saved it. Up yours. <laughs> there we are. All right, everybody. Let's have a quick break. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. player and I've been involved we didn't win the league for 30 years at Liverpool right just look at me when I'm talking to you <laughs> <laughs> who was that Jamie Redknapp good to Gary Neville right look what? at me when I'm talking no, to wasn't you wasn't it to Roy Keane no oh, Roy? no as if no as if you don't want him looking at you I'm pretty sure it was to Gary Neville yeah look at me when I'm talking to you <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah come on G Nev um welcome back everybody to the football ramble as if you didn't know where you were uh Premier League Right, enough of that cup crap. Let's go to the Premier League. <laughs> Southampton 3, Tottenham 3. 
Great game for the neutrals. Fuck the game. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I mean, it was an amazing game. Six goals. Who's even thinking about that? Just, Last just, minute winner. Equaliser. Oh, equaliser, yeah. Prowse did say it felt like a winner. Yeah. Um, Which is why they're going to go down. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, but are they, Jim? They keep getting the odd result here and there. And, uh, you know... My Can goodness. I have my P45 now? <laughs> He just wants it. He just wants it. it. You know, you know, you know, Chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that artificial intelligence thing online where you can give it a subject and then set your parameters. Mm. Like, you know, what would Marcus Mello do if yeah, he careful, was careful. Um, headlining Reading? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they'll, uh-huh. they'll play that out. <laughs> and genuinely, that was a, that was you type in. Tottenham press conference, but given given by a lifelong Arsenal fan <laughs> because it hit, it hit all the predictable <laughs> notes about like history of failure, never winning anything, yeah. players not up for stuff, and that was the manager. That yeah. was the real manager. Yeah. Did, did he, the best <laughs> thing was he, he, he's, the he's, real manager. He's the, he's the, the real, real manager, manager with his fake manager. hair. The, uh. the, 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 he didn't even speak to the players. He just went yep. straight to the press and yeah, yeah, slagged yeah. them off, did, the club off, the hierarchy off, and then later on gaslit his boss by going, I didn't mean you. <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon he got like a... to leave at any time, though? <laughs> <laughs> he literally had this is the history of Tottenham, yeah. which has been a meme yeah. 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 for the last five yeah. years. Yeah. Unbelievable. Do you think the, you found a pick monitor? Up that big you... bag of money. Pick it up. <laughs> I dare you, Daniel. Fucking pick it up. Blink first. He, Mon- got, he just found a monitor, set up the stream, and went, lads, no uh, post match. Just turn that on. I've got something to say to you. And he streamed the press conference in there. My highlight of the whole thing was when he, he'd, you know, he'd made his case and talking about the players not you know, responding or whatever it was he said. And one of the journalists in the room said, Why do you think that is, Antonio? And he went, Why? Bah! <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he found levels of, of of his tone that we've not heard before. Because mm. often yeah. in the post match, he's, he's, he's sort of a bit, sort of quiet and a little bit, almost a little bit croaky, it's quiet, furious, a bit sort of you know, he's, he's, he's sort of bubbling up and so on. We all um, knew this was in there, but it, but there was always some it was lovely intonation and mm. uh, and and sort of higher pitched tones and so on. But I mean, he called the players selfish, saying they don't want to help each other. He went after the board saying um, they can change the manager, but the situation cannot change, to, to, to say these quotes. I know you've sort of said this already, chaps, but Tottenham story, this is 20 years, there is this owner and they have never won something. Why? I mean, it, it, after the Champions League game against Milan, where he came out and said, you know, I might be sacked by the end of the season, and he was sort of shrugging his shoulders, I thought, I've never, I don't think, certainly in this country, I've seen a manager come out with that kind of stuff before. Mm. Again, he's managed to he's managed to make us think the same yeah. thing. I've never seen a manager. We've seen some madness before, but this it's it's um I mean it's a spectacular passing of the buck, really, isn't it? Because they look like a team with no leadership, for, and this is clearly why they look like that. Um, because I don't think in a situation like that where your manager saying things about you in in that sense, how are you? I mean, how how are you going to feel like you're going to pull in a positive direction? Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is that I don't think he's getting much out of the players they signed in the summer. Mm-hmm. They're good players. Richarlison, Perisic, mm-hmm. Basuma, they're decent players. Well, he they're said he was happy. From he players. said at the end of that, he said he was happy with the squad. So you're either happy with the squad or you're not happy with the squad. Well, is, is the or you're happy with the squad and you kind of want them to mark a 45 year old Theo Walcott in the box. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what you want out of a team. Indeed. Don't you? But I mean, look, they're... You know, they're probably about the fourth best team in England right now, aren't they? Because hey. that's what the league table hey, is. Which, which, they, which they proved last year, which they proved in 2018-19, uh, which they proved when they finished third in 2017-18. Mm. 
18, then they finished second in 2016, mm. 17. And so even when he was talking about, oh, you know, be a minor miracle to finish fourth, so we've done it plenty of times before yeah. with yeah. other yeah. people. A lot of these same players, actually, Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Neville said that um, uh, many saying Conte should go this morning. I keep him right where he is and make him do his job. Why? Mm. To prove what to who? Yeah, I'm exactly. going to rub his face in it if he's not careful. I know. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to make this smoker smoke all the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the reports are saying that the Tottenham players expect him to leave in, in the summer before the start of next season. Yeah. I think I think we're all... Conte's pretty much said that himself. So you do think to yourself, well, should they should they keep it? I mean, I, I think for Tottenham, if they were to try and uh, get someone else in now, it may be a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. Not a knee-jerk reaction, sorry. That It may be uh, very short-term well, to try and get somebody else in. Unless, I mean, unless they, I mean, if, if they were to appoint, say, Tuchel in the summer, you might think to yourself, why did you maybe not do that a little bit earlier? Personal circumstances that we don't know about, blah 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 mm. blah. But I, I, I'm, I, I think, I, I think if this is any other club, I think he would have probably got sacked for that. Well, I think, I think so as well, and I think he, he, he yet might because we've got the international break coming up. There's time for them to, to you know, sort of mm. possibly very, very bring true. some plans forward. There's yeah. absolutely no way they've not been thinking about what they might do in the summer for a while, mm. even as a contingency plan, even if they were hoping to to make Conte say I stay. I just think. There's a manager available right now mm. who very recently um, had some of the best XG in Europe. <laughs> He's just left Southampton under a cloud. <laughs> Jones in. Get Jones just in. get him in there, yeah. even as a caretaker. I no, mean, but I mean, look. The, they're going to get Marco Silva in the summer. You, you don't think there's, there's something to the Pochettino slash Tuchel ambition? I've just resigned to it, Jim. Yeah. Poch signed a lot of those players as well, to be fair. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't th- I don't think Poch is a go at all. You're not actually. saying... Just well, but the, Luke thinks the they just have to get it out of the system. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. 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 But just, I think there but, might be something to that. But if, if you read what um, a lot of people who cover Spurs are saying, that I, I think they're just, they, they don't, they don't want to go back to that situation. Because actually, a lot of the players aren't still there. A lot of the most important mm. players from mm. that time aren't, aren't still there. If you think of, of the Tongan, Alderweireld, Carl Walker, uh, Ericsson, Dembele, like mm. that's a proper spine of a proper team. Mm. They're not there. <laughs> You've got to start again anyway. Um, if you could trust a manager to kick off like that and then continue on for the rest of the season, because Spurs still have a lot to play for, yeah. Yeah. then obviously you wouldn't remove him. But you can't after that. You, can't, you certainly can't trust him mm. to do the necessary job between now and the end of the season. That's right. Which no. is the reason to get rid of it. Yeah. The reason I think they might go back to Pochettino is they need someone who wants to be there and will stick around and will look to rebuild. And, you know, Tuchel historically doesn't really do that. Clearly, like, short-termism hasn't worked with Conte and hasn't worked with Mourinho. Um, and, I mean, I guess I suppose Marco Silva is that sort of manager, isn't it, where mm. you give him a bit of time and you let him build. But, yeah, I don't I, know. I don't, I don't think it's completely out of the question, out of the... the you know the realms of possibility that Pochettino will return. Well, but, you know, you know, if Silva goes there, his first time will go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bollocks to all of you. Um, uh, James Ward Prowse. Good to see him firing in a penalty. He missed his last one, of course. And I thought to myself, are we going to see him? Because when he when he missed that one, I thought, well, you, you know, where he's going to put it. He does that whip yeah. and puts it. We'll put it to the goalkeeper's right. Where he clearly thought, right, I'll stuff it in the top corner of the, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, against the biggest goalkeeper in the world, who used to be his next door neighbour. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So uh, nice. I did quite find it. He said, I couldn't even look because I thought I might laugh. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. great, wasn't it? Lovely stuff. A lovely, wholesome interview before Conte took the mic. Indeed, yes. <laughs> uh, well, of course, Conte wasn't the only one getting all hot and bothered on the weekend. Uh, when asked some, uh, when asked by some fans about Chelsea's 2-2 draw with Everton, uh, owner Todd Bowley replied, shit fucking game. 
Yeah, shit. Nice. He's, got his, he's got his words. Everyone, he's, he's, everyone's he's, just on one this weekend, sure, aren't they? An effing shit game. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's what he should have said. But there we are. He's still adapting to uh, <laughs> the Premier League, <laughs> one might say. Um, but yeah, so a point for Southampton. They're still bottom. Um, but two points from safety. Okay, Leicester have got a game. Most of the sides around them have got a game in hand, but it is a very difficult one uh, to call. Um, and that was more evidence of that was when uh, we saw Leeds beat uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers 4 2 at the moment. <laughs> Any other week, <laughs> no one is be top of the bill. <laughs> yeah, no one's predicting that, are they? I keep saying. Yeah, Wolves have got the, the quality, though. I, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, they've lost four out of the last six. They're still three <laughs> points uh, above the relegation zone. But what an incredible game. I mean, Leeds, they're out of the relegation zone. They're up to 14th. Shows you what a win can do. Mm. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was a great performance. I mean, we, we fancied um, uh, uh, the, the manager to make a big difference. But, you know, four goals. I mean, my goodness, you know, some, some lovely ones as well. I tell you, what, when Christensen came on and scored that goal, it reminded me of sort of like a, a young Dolph Lundgren, yes. you know, or something. Yeah. Just come on, just get out the way, sod off. That's right, what bomb. that little kid should have done in Hungary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was yeah, incredible. I mean, Johnny's performance kind of epitomised everything. He scores one of the goals of the season and then got sent off for <laughs> a real bat. You could see he was sort of trying to... Mm. I, don't, I don't think it was malicious intent, but... Dispossessed in his own box at one point as yeah. well. Well, that was for the Christensen goal, wasn't By it? By the yeah. way, Dawson was lucky to stay on, wasn't he? My goodness. Mm. I thought that was a... I couldn't believe VAR never looked... Well, maybe they did look at it and they decided not to. You, you know when a player gets a book in and he just sort of almost like gives the ref a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, that, that's fair. That yeah, is yeah, definitely yeah. fair. That was very much you're, line. <laughs> you're, you're so good at your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and let's never talk about any of that. It's done, it's done now. Yeah. That's done. They can't move that. Yeah, I, I was very, very... You should yeah. take this free kick very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anyone has a chance. Yeah. Um, Julian uh, Lopetegui wasn't happy, though, after the game. He said, you could make a book on decisions that have gone against Wolves since he took charge. Well, Dawson one went for you. Uh, but one win in the last six for Wolves. Um, yeah. He does kind of have a point. You know, they've uh, Howard Webb, the what, what is it? his official role is Chief Refereeing Officer oh, right. at the PJOMOL, yeah. LOL. Um, he, uh, he's apologised to Wolves three times this season. Has yeah. he really? Yeah. yeah, they've had some shocking decisions go against them, to be fair. In, I mean, I, I don't think any of them were in this way. game. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, so maybe Dawson... Oh, no. But what about Leeds United, Vish? I mean, that is... You know, if, you, if you're down in the dumps in relegation terms, uh, you're not scoring that many... Blah, 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 a 4-2 victory is just the tonic. For a mm. bit, like I genuinely don't know anymore. Yeah, like, yeah they, they, are, they are out of the relegation zone. You know, they they, as, as you said, they've moved up to, what is it, uh, 14th. Mm. Still only two points off it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Luke Ayling scoring a diving header here. Think your luck is starting to turn, isn't it? Does it Things are starting to go your Robbie way. Robbie Keane celebration as well <laughs> yeah. from the Wolves Did enjoy that. <laughs> Very likeable player, Luke Ayling. Yeah. But um, I, th- I think of all the teams actually down there, Leeds are the one to me that look like they probably have... They're probably likely to put a run together, and, yeah, I and agree they, they look good. I think they're too, they're too good to stay in this. I think. Yeah, and I think it's because not only do they have young players, but the young attacking players, and they still have this air of chaos about them. Mm. Yeah, like even you know Rodrigo's uh, goal, the fourth goal, mm-hmm. where Wolves just stopped playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, they wanted the foul, didn't they? And they yeah. thought, okay, this will... But no, no, you... Defending was very static in the whole game. <laughs> it was. But, I mean, I, I said a moment ago, actually, Leeds not scoring too many goals. Actually, that's not really true, actually, compared to the, the sides around them. They're scoring, actually, quite a fair few more. The sides who aren't scoring are Palace, Wolves, Everton, Forest, um, and, the, and the bottom three, West Ham, Bournemouth, and, and Southampton. You look at the goal tallies of, of Leicester and Leeds, 
Um, now, I know Leicester, I mean, they, they, they got a point, or they haven't won in five, but they are scoring goals, and that is usually going to be enough if it's really tight. If you can score goals, it's such a painfully <laughs> obvious thing to say. But the other sides are, are struggling, and Forest, who we were talking about, going, ah, oh, they're hitting form at the right time and so on, haven't won in their last six. They've lost four of them. Um, I mean, they, you know, obviously took Newcastle um, pretty far, but 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 didn't get anything out of the game. Mm. So it is so hard to call. You think, oh, they're all right. No, they're dropping. Oh, they'll be all right. Oh, well, they can score goals. They're not, blah, 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 blah. It is, it, it, it's incredible. From, from 12th to 20th, four points separate them at this stage of the season. You can't take your eyes off it, Vish. But he, so even as, as you've said there about like, if we think, or if I think Leeds are in a better place, their next game is against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, you've got West Ham playing Southampton after the international break as well. Then you've got um, Wolves are playing Forest. Yeah. And Leicester have got Crystal Palace and Crystal Palace are 12th currently. Yeah. Um, so like, <clears throat> suddenly that all, you know, it yep. changes week to week. It's Indeed. like more than ever, I know we often say this, but it feels that the league is split in two and that bottom half is just... Just mm. exceptionally exciting. Yeah. There's also an interesting recalibration over the last few years. Um, you know, everyone talks about the 40-point mark for mm-hmm. relegation. Fulham don't even have 40 points at the moment. Yeah, right. And the last time 40 points was actually needed to stay up was the 2010-11 season. Yeah, right. It's it's an old-fashioned uh, viewpoint. Talking of old-fashioned things, you hear Palace might be swooping uh, for Roy Hodgson. He could return to the nest. Because on Friday, we dismissed, or I did dismiss, the idea of Hodgson returning to Palace. But it's been reported over the weekend and old Roy the boy could be in line for the job. It's believed he's in talks with Palace Chiefs uh, and that, that those talks have progressed well and he's willing to return until the end of the season to keep them in the league. I think, yeah, if it's if that's the parameters of the appointment, I think fair enough. Makes sense. It makes sense to, to uh, kind of, you know, parachute him in. Not that an owl needs a parachute, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? To drop him in there uh-huh. to, to try and fix things. But it's it's a backwards looking appointment otherwise isn't it I know it's very mm. difficult to to you know get someone in at this stage permanently this, and they'll have to rethink it in the summer is this the easiest relegation escape yeah. that can ever exist really yeah fundamentally not... functionally like you've got to keep us up yeah I'll probably do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are we with, my eyes, with my eyes closed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know I mean uh, Palace of course lost to Arsenal at the weekend um, they did score a goal they, they did. did, which is uh, which is quite so. They conceded four, unfortunately. Um, that, was, that was a problem, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Were, were Arsenal fortunate that Kim Kardashian didn't attend that match because she attended against Sporting and it didn't work out very well? Anyone who is not in the same space as Kim Kardashian at any point is fortunate. Very much. She watched PSG, PSG yesterday and they lost 2-0 at home. That's right, yeah. Well, they took to Twitter to question whether old Kim was cursed um, uh, because of that. And then, of course, as you say, PSG's first home defeat in 715 days. <laughs> why, did she do, why is she doing the soccer tour? Why is she doing... Um, she had Deli Ali. Deli Ali went and visited her in the week. Uh, she FaceTimed with Deli Ali. I mean, yeah. I know he's been frozen out at uh, where is he playing? Besiktas, is it? Is that is that why he's gone to see? He's like, well, I've got nothing else yeah. to do. But yeah, so she posted a photo with him, uh, and then she posted a video of FaceTiming Saka. Uh, I don't oh. understand. I'm 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 not gonna lie. I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> I've done so well to avoid her. You have and her... to dealing with the family, right? Yeah, yeah. her shite. But um, <laughs> this, is, this is annoying me, actually. Oh, what a shame! She's well, going to take over United, isn't she? For fuck's sake! I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think. Um, I, do, do you know who I worry for? Fizzer. And the reason is, is because David Beckham sent Kim Kardashian a signed Inter Miami shirt during her stay in the UK. Right. Oh, come and see us. 
<laughs> he's, actually, he's quietly a loser, isn't he, David Beckham? He does a lot of very lame things. He even really kicked off about not getting a knighthood. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. To apologise for taking all that money, he stood in the uh, waiting for the Queen, didn't he? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a shame. I mean, Inter Miami, of course, won their first two games of the season. Great of start. Of course, yeah. And then they, and they lost their, their two other, so they're four points off the top. So uh, don't it's derail them further. Long way to go. Kim, with old KK <laughs> turning up, for crying out loud. Bloody hellfire. The last thing anybody needs. Uh, right. Uh, apparently she's on her way to the studio. We better finish the pod. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, everybody. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Bye. Thank you, Vatushan Hantaraj. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 